Hey there, boss. This is Jeff Mendelson, host of the One Big Tip podcast. And I am so excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program, where I teach you how to fast track your lead gen by having more conversations with your targeted clients, even if you have no list, audience, or paid ads. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero, and let me show you how to be the superhero in your own business. I am also actively seeking guests for this podcast. If you know someone who is currently six figures or more in their business and they have an actionable, tangible, and measurable tip to share, please let them know about it. Just go to onebigtip.com slash guest for information on how to be a guest. I can't wait to hear from you. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. My guest today is Mike Capuzzi, founder of Bite Size Books. Mike is an author and book publishing coach who helps entrepreneurs build authority in their field with excellent results. Mike helps his client produce shooks, which are short, helpful books that set you apart from your competition by creating authority. He has authored 15 books, two of which were Amazon number one bestsellers and the hundred page book and the magic of short books. Mike is also a successful podcast host of the author factor podcast. And he's here today to explain how writing books establishes you as an authority in your field. So I am endlessly fascinated by this. First of all, you know, just how easily people can create books. And then secondly, how they can achieve top status, you know, on Amazon and other outlets. So this is going to be a great conversation today. Mike, thank you so much for joining me and welcome to the show. Jeff, thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity and I appreciate uh, what you're doing with your podcast. I've listened to a couple episodes and I think, uh, you know, I love what you're doing. So thank you. Thank you so much for that. So I want to dig in a little bit here. I mean, I'll be the first one to tell you for me writing a book, like I, I just can't imagine right? You know, like what goes into it and also, you know, like the pull is for it, right? So of course I'm, you know, I'm surrounded by books here. I read a lot of books in order to, you know, to keep up my learning, but what you're helping people do is to create like even more authority in the field. And there's just something about, about having that tangible book in your hand that, you know, you can just hand to somebody or you can sell them for, you know, at any price point, you know, that really gets them to, uh, you know, really elevate their status. Mm -hmm. Can you talk to me a little bit about what books and shooks are all about and how you even got into this? Yeah. Well, you know, I I don't want to probably spend too much time, Jeff, on probably discussing the power of being a book author because it's, it's been out there for well over a hundred years you know, think about all the books on your bookshelf. There, there are people that you, you know, you, you've learned from, you, you go back to. So, you know, trying to make the point that being a book author is a powerful way of building your authority, helping other people. Um, it's, it's, it's just a fact, okay? That it's, it's not even up for debate. What is unique about what we do and how we serve clients is exactly what you said. Like, you, you, you know, you know you help people with whatever you do in your business, you know about the power of being a book author. You're just not sure if it's right for you or can you do it? Am I smart enough? Am I a good enough writer? Yada, 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 do I have the time? So, you know, what we have done, and you mentioned the word shook, which is a short, helpful book, is we have developed a really unique format of a short book. So it's a real book. It takes about, a one, about one hour for the average person to read. So it's more than a brochure, but less than your traditional business book. 
It's very focused and it follows a very specific formula we've developed to get people from not even knowing who you are to, you know, being helped by your content and then taking a percentage of readers to what we call the next step, which is, you know, getting to, you know, potentially work with you. And typically these books take about eight to 12 weeks to write, whereas a lot of business books, you know, can take potentially years. And, you know, the average business book is about 100,000 words, thereabouts, our shooks are anywhere from 10 to 15,000 words, which again, really is a, a valuable benefit, Jeff, for the reader. I always say you can get on a plane in New York by the time you're in Chicago, you're done the book, and you've read the book, because it's short uh, and, and to the point. So that's sort of the unique thing that we we bring to the table with our uh, books. And by the way, we're talking business, non you know, nonfiction business books. So what's interesting about this, right? I've gone to a number of conventions over the past couple of years and everybody is shoving a book in my hand, right? You know, it's like, a, 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 and marketers do that, right? Marketers have right. a way of like bastardizing everything. <laughs> and you, you, no, because it was funny. Like I went to PodFest last month, right? And I think I came back with like six or seven books, right? And I'm like, well, okay, yeah, there's that, right? And, you know, you try to get through them and, and you know, they are interesting content. You know, on the one hand, I see them as, you know, no different than lead magnets, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, give me your email address and I'll give you a book, right? You know, it can be, it can be as simple as that, but this can also be, you know, something of a profit center, right? You know, you can sell it for, you could sell it for 99 cents. If you just want to use it as a lost leader, you can sell it for $10, $20 or whatever you think the value is, right? And, you know, this is even before we go into the whole, you know, book launch, book publishing realm, right? So like you said, you know, like the, the, uh, the power of putting a book in your hand, I think is, you know, I think is just as powerful as putting a microphone in front of your mouth, right? Yeah. Instant yep. authority. Yep. So once somebody does that, how do you find that authors and coaches, you know, the people that would go down this route, how do you find that the, that the best use of producing a book is to them. Yeah. And by the way, as I was even researching you, I thought, you know, what you do for podcasters is what we're doing through podcasting is what we do with business owners through books, printed books and, and digital books. So the first thing, Jeff, is when we work with, when we, you know, we're, a client potentially comes to us, I make it very clear, this is not about being a New York Times bestseller. This is not about writing your memoir. This is about writing, creating a marketing asset for your business that will you know, span years, if you do it correctly, add a lot of value to the readers and add a lot of value to you, the business owner. And I also stress that it's not about selling books. Now, you know, people make a great living selling books on Amazon, and that's nice if that can happen. But this is about, you know, publishing a book where the money is on the back end of it. And what I mean by that is, again, you take a certain percentage of the readers that are truly interested in what you have to offer and then bringing them into your world, hopefully as a customer, client, student, member, whatever it is. And that's where the money is made. So the, that shift in focus, Jeff, is important because it takes the stress off of, you know, I got to sell a ton of books to I've got to market a bunch of books so it gets in the right hands of the people that I can best help and that would make ideal clients uh, for my business. So, you know, it, it's that shift of how do I target people, get my book in their hands, 
podcast guesting is a great way. Um, and, you know, hopefully, you know, again, there's that small percent. I know you're a lead generation guy, so you know there's always a small percentage of people who will, you know, want more from you and have a pathway in your book for those people. You know, what's interesting is that one of the books that I've been uh, working on is uh, Atomic Habits, Atomic Habits, right? And uh, I think it's by James Clear, Jim Clear. I think the yeah, I think that's the name. I don't pay attention to the author so much. I, more, I really more devour the content, right? If that's not painfully obvious but at this point. So one of the things that's interesting about that book is that after every chapter, you know, he's like, hey, you know, I have this worksheet that you can go download, right? You know, go to this website and, you know, and download it. And of course, if you want to download that thing, you have to provide your email address, right? So, you know, so my... um you know, so my process here is I went to Barnes and Noble, bought the book, right? And now what I'm starting to do is to get the audible uh, version as well. So I'm listening to it at the same time I'm reading and I find that, that it really helps uh, with retention, right? But then at the same time, I, I see all these different touch points that the author is trying to get me into his world. And now, of course, I'm getting, you know, the follow-up emails and the other helpful hints, things like that. What are some other great ideas that people can use, you know, to leverage the power of once you get a, a physical book inside their inside someone's hands, how they can make that experience go further? Yeah. And by the way, you know, you kind of went over quickly, but there's still a lot of business oriented book authors that make that make the mistake of not making those offers and gestures in the book so that, you know, when someone buys a book on Amazon or in your case, you went to Barnes and Noble, kind of old school. I appreciate that. That gentleman who wrote that book doesn't know that Jeff Mendelson bought the book. He only knows it when Jeff, you know, opts in for the additional resources that he offers. So that, that right there, Jeff is a big key. And you're starting to see a lot more people do it, but it's still a very small percentage of business book authors that do that. Uh, it's, in my opinion, it's a big mistake. And, you know, guys like myself are trying to help people realize the book is a conversation starter and it's not a one-way conversation. It should be two-way. Again, only a certain percentage are going to go for that, but that's all you're focused on. So to answer your question, I'd like to take once, if I could, Jeff, and, and uh, if I don't do a good job here, then we'll go down further down. But one step before that, you said, you know, getting it in their hands. Well, getting a book in someone's hands while there's a lot of opportunity these days, you know, there's a lot of things that need to happen. So you mentioned being at PodFest and people handing out books. That's a, you know, a powerful way if you're speaking at an event, doing that. But I always say writing the book, honestly, is the easy part. It really is. The harder, more challenging part is the consistent, persistent use and promotion of it. Because if a book is sitting in a box in your closet, it isn't helping anybody. It only helps someone when they know about it and then hopefully read it. So that requires you know, promotion and marketing and, and a lot of things from the author. And there's a lot of different ways. There's digital ways, which you, know, you obviously know, book funnels and stuff like that. There's a lot of face-to-face ways. Interestingly enough, Jeff, and you'll appreciate this as a lead gen guy, we deal with a lot of Main Street type business owners that are authors now, dentists, insurance agents, uh, you know, physicians, et cetera. And, you know, while those guys are using digital marketing in some ways, they do have a very powerful uh, opportunity that a lot of online businesses don't have, which is that pretty much the daily face-to-face opportunities. So for them, putting their books in their offices as handout, you know, giveaways, 
Uh, a really cool strategy, Jeff, is for business owners that are in a town to be able to, you know, find other businesses like them that would have their ideal customer going to them. So if they're a dentist, maybe it's a local health food store or a local gym and, and allowing those businesses to display the books for them. So again, I just wanted to make a point that getting the books in the hands is really a, is, is a real key strategy. Now the follow-up is a different, different thing. So what's interesting here is, uh, you, uh, you know, for people who deal with tangible products, right. You know, inventory goes stale. The, like the last thing I want is a stack of boxes here with, a, you know, with 500 books, you know, that I'm just trying to give away. Like, I think the books are going to outlast me, you know, if I'm not in that active mode of putting it in, you know, in the hands of X number of people, if I'm not being invited, you know, to speak at, uh, you know, X, Y, and Z conference, things like that. How do you help authors figure out then what is the best pricing model for it? You know, starting at free you know, giving it away to anybody or using it as a, as a tripwire, right. Yeah. Where, you know, just pay me 99 cents and I'll give it to you. Or the Russell Brunson model where he get, where he writes these really great action oriented books. You know, he charges you $20 for shipping and handling, but you know, basically what he's doing there is that he's, you know, he's, he's doing what's called a slow, uh, slow offer, a self liquidating mm -hmm. offer. So, where do you see, you know, like certain authors, you know, as they try to compartmentalize, you know, which monetization path they should be going down, you know, with their books? Yeah, it's a great, it's a really interesting question. Uh, something that I've spent a lot of time with my own books, with clients. Again, with our books, the people we serve and, you know, how well, everything we do, it's about getting your book out there to target readers. So it's not just a shotgun approach but getting it out there as much as you can. Therefore, and, and also remember, I, I said it's not, it's not about making money on the front end, okay? So therefore, in my opinion, the, the book price should never be a uh, obstacle for someone who, who should be you know, getting it in their hands. So during a book launch, it's you know pricing it, let's say on Amazon, it's pricing it to the bare minimum that Amazon allows for that book based on its size and all that good stuff and, and really just keeping the price as low as possible. Now with the kind of like the Russell Brunson, you know, funnels that you're talking about book funnels where a lot of times they say the book is free and you're just paying for shipping. I mean, listen, regardless of what it is, you're paying something because that monetary transaction is what allows Russell and others, uh, myself included to get, you know, you, you're now a customer, right. Versus just a, a lead. And it, it changes the relationship somewhat, but I would say, Jeff, most people will, will have a better distribution uh, of books if the price is lower, unless it's a really special book of you know, you know, very specific content with high value and you know that your target readers are not going to object. Um, but again, if the goal is to make money on the back end, I would not, you know, I would not recommend a high price point. One of the things I've always wanted to ask is about the cachet of being an Amazon number one bestseller. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so first of all, you know, let me preface this, you know, you can be a Washington post number one bestseller. You can be a New York times number one bestseller. Right. But you know, on the Amazon bookshelf and you know, we're going to put on Amazon simply because it's the, you know, big elephant, you know, that 
just encompasses everything, just makes everything so easy. There are so many specific compartments that if you wanted to write a book on underwater basket weaving and you're one of three people to produce a book, you could conceivably then use that and say, hey, I'm a number one, you know, bestseller, uh, you know, within this category. How important do you feel it is for a coach or an author to use that in their marketing? Like, like has that number one status lost its, uh, lost its luster a little bit over the years, or is it still a good pull? Like, what do you, what are your thoughts on that? Oh my gosh, we could talk for an hour on this. I know we're not going to, but we could, because I have a lot of thoughts. And for a number of years, Jeff, I really poo-pooed the idea because there's a lot of ways, and again, we're focused on Amazon. I mean, Amazon, I think at last count, has like 16,000 book categories, which means potentially there's 16,000 Amazon number one bestsellers at any point in time. So if you can't become an Amazon number one bestseller, you know, what, what are you doing wrong type of thing? Um, and I've always, you know, for the most part, poo-pooed it because you can really game the system. And by, by that, I mean... I'm working with a client right now where she does want to really have a big book launch and it's important for her. And I support her in this case. So we're doing research and I'm, I'm finding other books in her genre, which have nothing to do with, for example, because we found one of her competitors books is a number one bestseller in men's hair loss. That's one of the categories on Amazon. It has nothing to do with men's hair loss, the topic of her book and the competitor's book, who is an Amazon number one bestseller, but they got the book in there there's, you know, in that particular category, it was easy to rank. Therefore, you become a number one bestseller. So there's that side of the coin, Jeff. But having said that, about two years, well, two years ago, right now, I took it upon myself to really study this because I was intrigued. I used to put my books up on Amazon, not really worry about any of that. Uh, I wrote a book called The Hundred Page Book, and I wrote it very specifically because I wanted, I studied the Amazon algorithms and I wanted to see, could I legitimately become a number one bestseller? Is it possible? And do it the right way. Have it, have it in business book categories, not some obscure category. But I followed, I studied people, I studied other books, I studied what Amazon says. And like any marketing, there's, you know, specific things you can do to, uh, you know, have things improved, whether it's podcasting, books, whatever. And I'm happy to say that we did become a number one bestseller. Uh, we did it for almost eight months, uh, print and Kindle. Uh, we sold literally for the first time ever, was selling thousands and thousands of these books. Because what happens with Amazon, once a book starts ranking and sales come in, it just, it's like a snowball effect. Um, and it's been the number one lead generation device for my business for the last two years. I mean, we get most of our clients through either the 100-page book or the Magic of Short Books, which has also been an Amazon number one bestseller. So, and, and then, yes, do I use the title? Yes, do we put it, uh, you know, on the cover? We did, you know, it's there. You guys like you and I who are experienced marketers and have been to a lot of conference and stuff, we may be a little more jaded. I don't think the public is as jaded by the fact that you're touting that it's a number one bestseller on Amazon. I think it's still important. And more importantly, Jeff, I think it just allows your book to be found on Amazon easier, thereby allowing it to help more people. Amazing. Thank you so much for that in-depth uh, explanation. I was hoping that you could walk us through a case study of how you were able to help somebody uh, create the book, position it, market it, and what is the net result that uh, that they were able to experience with their business as a result of going through that entire process. 
Yeah. And we had to look at it as a sort of a single slice because another thing everyone should understand is when you write a book, it is a long-term play. This is not a, I'm publishing a book and by next month, you know, I'm done and on to something else. You know, successful book authors use their book year after year, potentially decade after decade, if you write a decent book. So, you, you know, the, the, the timeline, the continuum is long, Jeff. I'll give you a couple quick examples uh, off the top of my head. One is my own daughter. When she was a senior in high school, uh, right about a, uh, three years ago or four years ago right now, um, right in the, you know, midsummer, she uh, was getting ready to go to college or getting ready, I'm sorry, she was getting ready to start applying to colleges. And I encouraged her to publish a book. Long story short, she published a book about dog rescues. It was a compilation book. And, um, you know, where she wrote one chapter and we've got 25 other people who rescued a dog to contribute a chapter. Quick story with her. She raised $6,000 during the summer and the subsequent months for dog rescues that were featured in the book. But more importantly, she had a ton of local PR and press exposure. She was on uh, magazines, a local, we live in the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. So she was on uh, a mainline Today magazine. She was on several newspapers front page. Um, and when it came time, Jeff, for her to apply to college, she used her book, which was not our original intent, by the way, but she used her book and got into every college she applied to with scholarship offers, with letters written from the dean. How cool would it be to have an author in our freshman class, et cetera, et cetera. Now, that's not a business example, but it's one example of how a book can really just do something special for you. I've had other authors that are real business owners um, who have just built you know, tremendous brands. So one particular guy, he's a U.S. Air Force fighter pilot. He's now written five or six shooks. He, his goal is to raise, he does it for his own business, but he also looks as a way to raise money for a nonprofit charity that he's very involved in. Um, and then our Main Street business owners, they, you know, get their books out there. I've written about a, a dentist who, uh, you know, put those books out in those different places in his, his community. And within a month, got three high paying clients, but found his book at the gym, at the Whole Foods, you know, the, the health food store, et cetera. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing those examples, especially the one about, uh, you know, encouraging your daughter to, you know, to make her mark. I think that's one of those things that, you know, just really sticks with you. You know, it's a label that you keep for life, right? Where it's just like, you know, like, yeah, I'm an author. No one can take that away from me yeah. anymore. Yeah. Right. And what's cool about that is it will continue serving her you know, in the years going forward, you know, like when she starts applying for internships and when she starts applying for jobs, it's like, hey, guess what? You know, I did this. This is one massive achievement that most, let's just call them normal people, you know, wouldn't necessarily try to do. Right. But, you know, she was able to do it with your encouragement. So thank you so much for sharing that. Sure. Mike, can you please let everyone know how they can learn more about your company and how they can reach out to you directly? Yeah. Well, I appreciate that, Jeff. Well, my my website that I've had for years and years and years is MikeCapuzzi.com, so you can check it out. There's, gosh, 15 years, to almost 20 years of content there. And uh, our publishing company is Bite Sized Books, and that's Bite Sized with a D, BiteSizedBooks.com. And uh, you can find you know all my my shooks up on Amazon. And and Jeff, if it's okay with you, I, I have a gift for your listeners, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah, go for it. So I've three different shooks. It's my Magic of series. So the Magic of Short Books, the Magic of Free Books, which is a very powerful way to leverage a free book strategy. And then the Magic of Shooks. I put this little magic kit together. 
And you can get the digital online version of those books for free. It's hidden. But if you go to MikeCapuzzi.com forward slash magic and let me know you heard me on uh, Jeff's show, I will send you the links to uh, read all three of those shooks. That is amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. I really appreciate it. Mike, this has been a really, a really great and engaging discussion. I, you know, I love talking about this. I think that the, you know, that the subject is really fascinating and, you know, it's something that, uh, you know, has been on my radar, but, you know, I just haven't been able to like, all right, what am I going to write about? But then again, you know, it was the same thing with this podcast, right? I think I, I think I took like three years until I finally settled <laughs> on the format, you know, and actually pulled the trigger and do it. So, you know. Yeah. You know, so action takers take note, you know, you definitely want to be looking at something like this. It really helps bring authority, you know, to your field. So Mike, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. And, you know, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the One Big Tip podcast. If you're a six to eight figure entrepreneur, business coach, or speaker who would like to be on this show, we need to talk. The audience for this podcast is hungry for experts and professionals who want to share their knowledge with this world. So if you're ready to share your actionable and measurable one big tip, please go to onebigtip.com slash guest and let's get your story out there. I am also crazy excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program. With this program, I show busy entrepreneurs the strategies that I use to have warm conversations with my dream clients, keep my calendar book solid, and consistently have potential clients at the ready, all anxiously waiting to speak with me every single week. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero and let me show you how to be the superhero in your business today. Lastly, I have a huge ask for you. Could you please share this with your audience on social media? The stories and connections that I make on this podcast have helped thousands of people, sometimes in the most profound ways. And you never know if your small action today will be the one that kickstarts your friend, a family member, or even yourself into taking massive action and starting the next multi-million dollar business. It'll be your way of just paying it forward. My name is Jeff Mendelson. You can find me on all the major social channels like LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening.